Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sunjo Gall. Hello, and welcome to this segment on CTN. To learn more, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic for today is the CIO as a venture capitalist. And our guest for today's show is Soli Mackinnon, who is the Chief Information Officer and Senior Vice President, Digitalization for Cargo Tech Corporation. Hey, Soli, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, great to have you. And I also have Sagat Datta, who is the Chief Information Officer with TVS Logistics. Hey, Sagat, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. And hi, Sadi. Hello. So, guys, uh, it's a great conversation that we are planning today. The reason being, you know, as a CIO, we, of course, have a lot of challenges that we deal with. And we have, in specifically this digital era, there will be some bets we will be making, which may or may not come true. But the fact that you have to make some bets and know what's going to come and not, that's not always possible. So that brings up an interesting uh, analogy to be a venture capitalist who, by design, invests in a number of different initiatives and places bets, well-thought-out bets, but still have to do it in a manner that most of them pay off. Is that science? Is that art? Is that data? Is that gut? We will talk about what can CIOs do to embrace the mindset of a venture capitalist, maybe learn a few tricks and tips from the venture capitalists to see how they can add value for their organization. So that said, I'd like to start with you, Soeli. This is my first question, that we are looking at IT as a catalyst for business growth. And frankly, in, in today's day and age, there are a lot of opportunities and there are different ways you could do so. You will always have more choices than you can potentially make based on the resources available, the budgets, and what the priority is. But then how do you go about picking the, the, the superset or a subset of the investment you would like to go with first? Mm. Yeah, that, that, that is an excellent question and, and really a, a killer one. Um, there is little one can do um, in answering that question to, to avoid discussing the old-fashioned business case thinking. Um, which is really, as I said, uh, perceived as an old-fashioned and, and heavy thinking. Um, but I think that one has to look into, one has to one way or the other understand that what is the benefit of, of each, each and every one of those investments, whether it's in terms of money, whether it's in terms of compliance, whether it's actually in terms of capturing something differentiating, uh, some differentiating opportunities uh, for growth. And, and one way of, of really being able to place those bets is, is maybe to, to categorize the, the different initiatives and the different uh, benefit cases into, into different baskets and then decide how much are we are not going to put into the uh, in each of those baskets and then within those baskets try to manage with the smaller chunks and with the demonstrated benefits 
uh, faster benefits rather than having a real long-term programs that take years and years to deliver the actual benefits. And then, of course, I mean, the other element in this is to understand the, the risks. Um, so you can maybe place smaller bets, smaller investments um, that might potentially have higher risks, risks, but since they are smaller in, in size, you can easily see then and faster see whether, whether the payback is there. And, and maybe you can then also make the hard, hard decisions of stopping something that doesn't show the benefits coming in. So Soili's response is definitely uh, well thought out, and that definitely worked in the legacy, and hopefully it'll also work in futures. Now, Sagat, question for you. Given the type of disruption we are seeing, can we truly always think of uh, an initiative or an investment to be made with a very data-driven and a very well-defined business case, or it'll have to be some sort of a leap of faith, which usually organizations are not used to? Yeah, so that's a, a valid question. And, uh, you know, I think Sally uh, covered the venture capitalist part of it. However, uh, further to you know, the question that you have posted, I think... Yes, I would uh, still agree that uh, a part of it or probably 60% of it has to be data-driven and 40% we can still continue to have a leap of faith uh, looking at the disruption that is going through. However, the disruption that we are going to bring uh, through an IT change is going to benefit the business. That should be the underlying principle. So what is the business problem that we are going to address through any disruption or through any solution that we can think of uh, as a CIO? Now, uh, Soli, and, and Sagat mentioned about a business problem. Frankly, there may not be a direct problem that you may be addressing, especially, again, when we are talking about innovation, when we are trying to take our organization to the next level, our customer service to be totally become something which no one expected, right? That's the kind of investments we are making today. So yeah. if someone says that there is a business problem, perhaps there is none. You want to go to the mm -hmm. next level. You want to maximize your potential so that at that time, your, your mindset has to be a little more progressive while well, well, it could be at the CIO level because you're the one who's getting the money, but how do you get your business guys to say, okay, I'm not just trying to solve a problem, I'm not trying to just save them money, but I'm, I'm rolling a dice. Do you think business is ready for it? Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I think that, uh, that's, that's more and more uh, the, the case um, that we as CIOs have to also be ready to respond to and and we have to be not all, only respond but we also need to be proactive on that but but the, to answer that i think the one of the things that we need to learn is to step out of that um, that um, it space and and go to the business space so really um, uh, uh, understand the the business came in terms of how we can serve the the uh, customers better or how we can solve customers' problems and, and there is an opportunity for growth, a business growth potentially. 
So, so I think we need to get out of that comfort zone or on, on uh, just solving the, the IT problems or the business problems with IT and rather look at the, how we can how we can truly grow business and how, could, how we can use technology to capture opportunities that help the businesses to grow. Does that make sense to you? It def- definitely does. Now, one question I have for you, Sagat, like in your business, logistics, right? So that is yeah. perhaps going through transformation or has the potential to go through transformation because you've got uh, the IoT, Internet of Things, that's kicking in and there are some other ways people are trying to innovate. So is the sentiment yeah. that you piggyback on is to that, okay, if we don't invest, we will be doomed because our competitors will? And that's why we should invest in something where we cannot always justify a business case. It is more of a leap of faith. And then on the other hand, when you are looking at your portfolio today, how much of that is to reduce risk and how much of that is actually to take organization to the next level? Okay. So uh, just... I think would not wouldn't have been the right example over here because uh, I think IoT is actually solving a lot of our uh, customers' problems as well as our internal operational efficiencies are getting driven through uh, the data that is uh, getting captured through the implementation of an IoT. So having said that, yes, I do agree that if we do not invest in the new technologies, we will be left behind uh, to the likes of our competitors. But definitely the underlying principle has to be that there has to be some amount of efficiency or there has to be some benefit either to an internal uh, customer or to an external customer by making their lives easy uh, by implementing some of these uh, solutions. So if I have to put a percentage, and this is what I... uh, quote every time. So there has to be two tracks that should be running within an organization. One would be your operation operational track that would cater to your day-to-day needs in terms of your managing your ERP, managing of networks, and managing of the service level agreements that we hold. And the other track would totally focus on the innovation piece, which is where if I have to divide it, probably I would like to put it as 70-30, 70 would typically be uh, some amount of focus on new technologies and 30% would uh, still be required for your operational needs. Does that help you? It does. So let's take a quick break. Listeners will be right back. And let's talk about the approach that we have been traditionally taking, which is fail, make a business case, try to execute in a fashion where it is more predictable, more process driven. And in all uh, cases, try to reduce the risk of a negative return because we were focusing on one investment at a time. Coming to a venture capitalist model, I'm not saying that they are reckless, but they are not heavily focused on negative returns because they are looking at the net positive across all different initiatives. What has been done in today's approach to how investments are being made towards business and related to IT 
which will allow us to look at the whole portfolio versus one initiative at a time so that the focus is on net positive. So, Soily, this question is going to be for you when we come back. Listeners, please stay tuned. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Soily, the question is, traditionally, CIOs were groomed to work on one initiative at a time, even though they had a portfolio and making sure that each investment pays off. They were, there was no immunity given to a CIO if an initiative was failing, even though 10 would succeed. But now in an in the, the venture capitalist model, you by design take risks and you also always look at a portfolio versus an individual item to minimize the negative returns. Are we moving in that direction? Is the business giving us the immunity to try to help us shift there so that the net positive outcome is what the focus is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent question. Uh, uh, from my my personal um, experience, uh, uh, I as a CIO need to balance between the old and the new. So I still need to prove uh, the business case for the bigger pro- projects, or uh, and specifically if they are on the legacy side of the IT. But uh, I, I balance that with having a portfolio or if you like, a spend, spending fund that I can then use for the, for the new experiments. And uh, uh, what we have done at Cargodec, we are co- calling that portfolio emerging business portfolio. And we are reserving certain bandwidth, certain funding, certain resourcing for those, that portfolio. And we, uh, we consume the money in, in a dynamic way, we, we test the ideas, we make the experiments, we, we validate the concepts, and if we see that it, it still flies, then we continue. If we see that it failed, we kill it and we move to the next one. 
So, so in that sense, I think um, the balancing act is, is what we are talking about. And, and this type of, of course, you need to do a certain amount of work in order to sell the idea in the first place to the, to the executive board uh, or to the board of directors, whichever might be the case in, in different companies. But uh, it's worth doing because then, then you have this bandwidth and, and this uh, um, flexibility in, in experimenting the new things and placing those uh, admittedly smaller bets, but the ones that can, we, where we can also see that the, the payback will either materialize or, or be validated, or, or then we see that uh, it, it wasn't a good idea after all, or good technology after all. So, Sagat, in your world, when you have gone and over the last few years, you may have worked in a different fashion, but maybe now and moving forward, you may be going to your business and presenting a budget. Now, budget would have multiple projects. Are you able to make a case as a group of projects or you still have to go line item by line item to say, I'm going to never show you a red mark against any of these projects? And that's how you're being even measured. Yeah. So, obviously, the risk appetite has increased over the last couple of years in terms of uh, tech spend. Having said that, I do have to go ahead and present the complete set of initiatives or the uh, disruptive technologies that we would like to uh, do over the budget here that we have frozen, okay. So what typically happens is out of that, depending upon the need of this art, we get to choose what exactly is required and the ones that can be deferred at a later stage. So, and out of that list also, definitely the, the measurement is there and wherein we have been questioned that, okay, fine, if we do this investment, what exactly would it translate into in terms of is it going to bring in efficiency? Is it going to improvise certain activities or is it going to uh, bring in productivity? So those, even though the, the, the monetary aspect of it is not directly being asked, but indirectly we have to answer to these three questions. So when we are looking at the venture capitalists and we, of course, on the surface, it would look like that these people have a great gut, but they still are not fortune tellers. And they definitely yeah. are using data. And also, of course, there is some intuition that they develop or some fundamental um, review of, of the basics of a business or basics of an initiative which will tell them that whether this is going to go forward and it will be profitable or at least will give us a negative or positive outcome. Do you think CIOs have over the years through the type of work they have been uh, trained to do developed it or there is something left to be desired? Saugat, this is for you. So the straight answer is this is an ongoing thing and we are developing this gradually. So overnight, obviously, a CIO cannot replace the full capability of a VC because he has to strike a balance, as, as Adi was just mentioning, that we have to strike a balance between 
the risks that we are going to cover as well as the, the traditional way of working so the, the straight answer is obviously it's a hybrid model i would say okay so um now coming to you uh, soli when you are working with your organization and as you're building the case yourself as well as of course getting your deputies to help you with the business case development what are you doing in terms of that that and i'll still come back to the term business case development but then is there going to be only the items which have a strong business case that are going to be pitched or with some gut value that you're planning to pitch to your management to say guys we don't have all the data because these are so new we don't have any past experience we don't have any past data but we strongly feel this is going to work are you are you are you taking that stance as you're going out for getting some funding for your newer initiatives mm. yes uh, for sure i'm i'm where i do have the data and where where i do have the, the the confidence either it's based on own experience or it's based on on pure uh, uh colleagues from other companies or it's it's based on whatever data is available from from the market uh, or the industry uh whenever i have a possibility to have the data i will use it because that's one way of building the confidence that uh, whenever the data is available it is used and and it is um used for justifying uh the investment um but then uh we do have uh, cases where we don't have enough data and i think that the the first if if you if you show enough that uh, that whenever data is available you use it and then you go and say here we don't have the data typically i come to ask an investment uh, approval with a lot of data and with a good business case or a reasonable business case but then in this case i don't have it um i i still think we should try it and i still uh i i have enough confidence and then justify where that confidence does come from either it's a very opportunistic thing and if it succeeds we we have a great uh benefit coming out of that one or there's another reason uh with with less of the qual- uh qualifications of the business case but maybe more than opportunistic and and if you then compare to the venture capitalist i mean they are not placing only one bet they are placing several bets and and then i th- i think the key thing there is to understand that when do you when do you have a possibility to have enough data and build your build your case on top of that one or using that one and when do you actually just um play the bet uh with the maybe more return than if you succeed and and manageable risk if you fail if uh, your case um, sagat when you are going about the the different business case development or talking to your management and working on innovation is the business telling you that show me the innovation because i want to grow and that's what you're using to come up with very safe cases that you present or you by design are stretching out of your comfort zone even though as a CIO and say that hey i don't have a business case for abc but i'd say let's look at it 
have you have you spread your wings yet yes so what we have done is as i was saying so we have created these two tracks so on the operational track is where we try to bring in some amount of automation so that you know it makes the life easy for my day to day users the second area is where we are experimenting a lot with uh, the likes of iot ml ai which is where we set the expectation right in the beginning stating that some of these initiatives might not yield into a direct benefit at this point in time however we would like to do a small poc in some of the areas of uh, warehousing transportation or maybe a milkram movement or a courier movement and we would like to see how is it yielding any benefit or is it giving me any number that i can use to do some data analysis as a further step uh, so some of these initiatives i would say that we take it up as uh, a small poc and then we see uh, once the data starts making meaningful uh, sense to us we then try to replicate it in some of the larger operations of ours so obviously i would say yes we uh, do pick up some of these initiatives but uh, not that aggressively we are still uh, at a, uh, i would say at a nascent uh, to a bit mature step i would say but we have not fully matured uh to clear to if, if i have to quote the examples of few companies who are uh, taking that steps that would uh, typically be the likes of uh the zones or the ubers who have taken that uh, uh, drastic step and then they have generated that whole uh, business value for the stakeholders Let's take a quick break, listeners. Again, um, we'll be right back, and solely the question will be for you when we come back, and that is about what are you doing new, more, or different as a CIO to be relevant yourself? In the sense where earlier CIOs were supposed to keep the predictability of the operations and get some things which are done, which are most uh, stable, but now. the conversation between the executive management and cio is changing because they are looking up to you to say hey show me what next can you do to help the organization grow or get to the next level then what is what is the change that is happening in your case the approach you take the education you are imparting to your people the mindset change what are you doing so that it becomes a venture capitalist shop not just one person not just one person at the top which is you as a leader but the whole group becomes a part of a venture capitalist firm which is working with that mindset with that set of resources which that type of data hunting etc what's that shift that you're bringing let's explore that please stay tuned listeners full we'll bright back Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? 
Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash health or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Soily, the question for you is, what new, more, or different are you doing to groom your people within your department and the resources you use to figure out what to do for a given initiative or even how to prioritize initiatives, etc., to almost make it like a venture capitalist shop versus an IT shop mm-hmm. because you are no longer expected to just provide stability. You are being asked to mm-hmm. provide growth initiatives and then execute on those new initiatives for which you may not have any prior experience. So that means not just you at the top has to change. The whole group has to start thinking alike and executing in, in, in a conducive manner. So what, what, what changes mm. are you lo- looking to bring about or are you already working on in your IT shop so that it becomes more, what I call as growth-centric as the business wants you to be? Mm, yes, uh, excellent question. Um, uh, this, this is what have been, we have been discussing over the past um, um, few years uh, uh, to some extent and the past uh, 12 months to to very very often and and in all our our internal meetings and and also with our peers that what is it that we need to change and how can we change and uh, to be honest with you I haven't used the the word venture capitalist in here but the changes we are thinking of in, in order to be more responsive to, to the business and, and to be more, um, to be able to catch more, catch more opportunities, um, I, I can uh, list a few of them. First of all, less waterfall and more agile. So I, I, I want us to be more um, responsive and have less projects that have a, have a long, 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 long planning cycle and then execution cycle somewhere in the end and then maybe benefit realization if we are lucky and have more agile methods of testing the value all the time and having having maybe smaller deliveries of the content, but then being able to verify that, that what we deliver makes sense. 
uh, less maybe projects that that are big projects and more portfolio thinking. So different initiatives that are contributing to specific value and then allocating the the funding within that portfolio rather than for a, a long long project and heavy project. Uh, also on that same note, less annual budget, fixed budget thinking are more dynamic planning and dynamic allocation of funding. So those would be the few that, that I would like to mention in, in this context. And um, so Sagat, when you are looking at your shop, are there any specific things you've done to refine it, to uplift it to a point where they can start seeing you, okay, these guys are a bunch of uh, innovators or, or they at least are uh, investing internally. So they start feeling more confident in IT that they are not just about keeping things predictable, but they can help me get growth. Yes, we have definitely started that. What we have done is, the first thing that we have done is we have tied up with some of the premier institutes over here, uh, the likes of IIT Chennai or IIT Bombay, and we have started uh, uh, conducting some the, the likes of a hackathon with some of them, wherein we go ahead and work with these institutes and pose some uh, specific business problems or disruptive ideas that uh, we would uh, we pose a business problem to them, and then we seek some uh, disruptive ideas, which is then taken up as projects within our company. Uh, by our employees, uh, preferably the management trainees who come and join us and we assign it to them so that uh, the continuity remains. The second piece is uh, within our groups as well, uh, the track which is leading the, the new technologies or the new initiatives, we keep on shuffling people and putting it, uh, assigning it to them and see whether they are able to deliver that or not. Also, uh, we are seeking some advice from the likes of some of the companies uh, which do not belong to the same industry, but we uh, get some speakers or some of uh, the external advisors to come and tell us whether, you know, some of these initiatives that they have done, how they have done, and what was the journey that have adopted towards it. So these are the three uh, specific things that I remember on top of my head is what we are doing currently in an um, organization. Okay. And I, think I, I have to second that. I think it's an excellent uh, thing to bring in the external uh, experience as well because that then you can learn faster with the examples that the other, what the other guys have done. And, and uh, doing that in, in partnership with, uh, with different organizations is an excellent idea. And and so Thank what you, you've Charlie. done, yes. So so Sagat, what you did, if you, if I were to kind of dig a little deeper, so you went outside to get those external resources to take a fresh perspective and try to help solve the problems that you may have. Right, that's one. Exactly. Then you you so are you're what, getting them to stop you provide you input. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to stop. When I say external input, it is not only from uh, the industry that we belong, which is logistics and supply chain, but we also go to the likes of a banking industry, we go to the likes of a manufacturing industry, go uh, to the likes of 
uh, Amazon or the likes of Google, and we invite their speakers as well, stating that what exactly you have done. Say, for example, the business uh, intelligence journey. Uh, how have you uh, derived meaningful analysis out of the data that you have been holding for customers? So, you know, what we are doing is we are taking ideas from varied industries and not just restricting ourselves to the logistics and the supply chain industry. That's what uh, I wanted to elaborate. No, no, this is great. Yeah, what you just said is great. Now, that takes care of the learning part, right? That kind of creates yeah, readers yeah. for you to see what else is going on out there. The second is the approach yeah. that you take to divide what is going to be part of that stability building block and what's going to be part of the innovation block. The type of people that you hire, the type of people who you have, who you've assigned to the innovation block, how should they start thinking any differently compared to what they used to think in the past for them to start cumulatively shaping up into, say, a pseudo venture capitalist shop versus the traditional IT shop. So you you shared what you did about the training, but what about the actual approach they have in terms of their thinking, their execution, their team, their risk management, et cetera? What all have you done in those, in those areas? Okay. So one aspect, the traditional aspect is to train, retrain, and then ensure the projects are assigned and then keep on assessing them over the complete duration of the project. The other aspect is we also incentivize some of these initiatives because, see, whatever initiatives we do, so that's a very, uh, you know, I mean, it would be very crude to say that, but whenever we discuss it uh, with uh, some of our team members or with uh, some of our partners whom, uh, with whom we would like to engage. So what we typically see is if, if is there something in for me out of this initiative is one question that, see, it can be learning, but what's in there for me is the fundamental question that some of the team members would ask. So we do incentivize some of these initiatives to see, you know, some of these ideas are coming out or getting executed well. And obviously, uh, we have started, you know, doing some refinement in the hiring process as well. So the technology, the, the traditional technology that used to be there versus the traditional project management methodology that used to be there versus now we are far more agile. So in, in the hiring process itself, we post some of these challenges in front of the challenges versus case studies, and then we evaluate the candidates based on they might not be answering uh, the complete thing. But what we do is we try and find out how eager is this guy? What, uh, what, what is his attitude towards these new initiatives? So that's where we uh, do these, some of these things to ensure that uh, the teams are aligned and they uh, support all these initiatives. Uh, having said that, there will be some uh, fallouts but and uh, that is there but uh, we have to live with that so if i were to ask you uh, Soli, when you have looked at your people how how have they reacted to you trying to convert them into the innovators versus what they signed up for what's their pushback what's their excitement what's what's reality on the ground because you may want to have them touch the moon but if they don't want to or they're not ready then that really doesn't help mm -hmm. yeah indeed 
indeed, it, it's a thing that doesn't happen overnight. So one has to be realistic of of uh, of the fact that how how much time does the change need. Um, I I think that people are in general people are willing to learn new things, and and if if uh, and and of course it needs to be meaningful for them. So they they will need to. Um, see their own growth path and and it has to be a compelling growth path in in terms of new skills and uh, uh and so on but i think that um with the with a good, good combination of a little bit new thinking in the team by hiring a, a new guy in and uh, and then having the opportunity for for the uh, existing team to to learn a bit of that new thinking and to adjust their own own thinking towards the new skills and start appreciating those new skills. Um, and, and given the right amount of time to let that change happen, I, I think that that's how, how we have uh, tried to do this. And then, of course, I mean, in the end of the day, not everybody will love it. And and then then that that conclusion needs to be um, possible as well, and then of course the consequences are what they are. But uh, but I think that um, the, the understanding that the change will take time, trying to help the change happen by making it compelling, and and then if it still doesn't uh, fly, then just drawing the conclusions uh, early enough. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back. And when we come back, uh, Sogat, my question to you will be is that when you're doing innovation, and of course, IT is involved, but not just IT is involved. Your operations is involved. Other business units are involved. And the success of an initiative is also dependent on how they come together with you. How do they work and or ideate with you and or execute at the business level, at the leadership level, as well as at the individual users level. What kind of ownership are you supposed to take for initiatives which are IT enabled, but not dependent solely on IT? And what type of support are you expecting or you're getting from your business counterparts for you to say at the end of the day that, okay, we, we drove it, and we were successful, and that was because we got the right type of uh, camaraderie and the, the support from our business unit leaders. So where are you with it? What has worked for you to make an, an, an initiative actually successful where you are not truly fully in control, but still are supposed to drive it? Please stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back and explore Predict your company's future by creating it. Is your workforce able to connect, exchange ideas, and share brilliance simply and securely? Create tomorrow, today. Empower your people to innovate anytime and anywhere with secured BlackBerry Enterprise mobility management and document sharing solutions. To learn more, visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. Patient-centered care requires a connected enterprise. Are you ready? If you're looking to scale your healthcare IT efforts, visit redmain.com forward slash health today. 
Whether it's to connect data from multiple partner solutions or developing software for unique needs, Redmain can help. To find out how Redmain can help your company deliver on the patient-centered care promise, visit redmain.com forward slash help or call 773-693-3919. Visit today. Your growing business needs a highly productive workforce, effectively communicating and collaborating without exposing corporate data to cyber attacks. Are you looking to balance security and workforce productivity? Move beyond short-term measures and securely scale your business with BlackBerry Enterprise Mobility Management Solutions. To learn more, please visit blackberry.com forward slash enterprise. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network with Sunjo Gall. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Sagat, just IT alone will not be able to deliver the final results because you're dependent on the business unit leaders, their groups, their processes, everything else. You can at most influence. So the question becomes, how do you convert all entities involved into a VC venture capitalist mindset for it to truly deliver the real value versus only trying to do it at an IT level, but the rest of them still playing the legacy because that's going to undermine what you were truly out there to accomplish. How do you go about doing it? What have you tried? What has worked? What is still to be fixed? Okay, very true. And this is a very uh, nice and excellent question, I would say. Uh, having said that, I still feel that uh, the interactions at uh, you know the executive committee level or at the CX level, the people do understand and appreciate the value of IT, and they consider IT to be a business transformation agent. So, which is where nowadays I, you know, things fall in place as and when you are able to articulate the. Uh, uh, initiative well and able to tell what is it going to address in terms of a business pain point or what exactly is it going to bring in for them or what is it that it is going to transform within the organization. So if these three things get addressed, you know, most of uh, my uh, colleagues come along with me and then it becomes fairly easier. However, some of the initiatives are pretty much strategic in nature for which, you know, we uh, get a, we, we just reach out to a couple of them and we drive it through the likes of a CEO and then uh, we manage some of those initiatives and ensure that there is enough buying. So these are the two ways predominantly how we have been able to succeed uh, in this journey and now the buzzword is digital. So as and when we go and start discussing, okay, so oh, so here comes another digital initiative is the first statement that would come. And I don't see, you know, eyebrows getting raised uh, as it used to be a few years back because everyone understands uh, the value and with the, you know, uh, Ubers and the likes of uh, Spotify's and all uh, touching our daily lives. So everyone has started acknowledging the fact 
that the transformation is being seen is being felt and hence uh the resistance is fairly lesser as what it used to be a few years back and to overcome the resistance as i said we uh, go to the sponsor of that of uh, that initiative or directly go to the ceos and some of those things are mandated because not everyone will be able to appreciate or understand the value but uh, the ones who are getting left out we mandate it uh, through some of the discussions or through some amount of uh, counseling sessions done with our you know a ceo then becomes a moderator of that discussion and then he would like to moderate that discussion and would like to bring in the value that my business counterpart would be looking for yeah does that make sense hello yeah if if uh, i may comment um, i i think it makes a whole lot of sense and and if maybe i can add to that that if you have still these sure. uh, things where you where 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 there is a resistance then then one way of, of overcoming that resistance is to have many have discussions on many layers so not only on the cx level but also on the on the middle management level and maybe on the level also with the people who are were then going to be part of that project team or part of that development team or who would be users of the solution so sort of testing the waters on many different layers and 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 um, then being flexible in articulating the value in in different ways and and so you you've also done so early whatever you did like what uh, sagat mentioned to bring the business together on the same page am i correct mm that's right okay so i have one last question for you if you were to share one or two top strategies that companies can use so that the leadership skills can be brought to a level where the cios themselves and their business counterparts could convert themselves into playing vc which is venture capitalist what leadership style would you um, recommend yeah okay um visionary and coaching the skills leadership styles rather than directive and pace setting and then i would say that the other thing would be so so choosing your leadership styles and working to develop the leadership styles that are right for the cause and then the other thing would be choosing an empowering or winning team and i think those are the, the two key uh, skills All right so um what we will do is uh we will uh, close the show with this idea that venture capitalism is not a bad thing for CIOs to approach and they should be able to work with this in mind and take their organization to the next level so thanks so much Soeli and uh, Sagat for sharing your inputs here thank you hey thank you thank you so much thanks Soeli yeah thanks have a yeah thank you have a good day Yes, and listeners you, uh, please like us on Facebook search for CTN that CIO Talk Network and be sure to follow us on Twitter thank you again for listening to this segment on CIO Talk Network this is Sanjog all your talk show host till next week take care and god bless
Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.